The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, that's right. It is time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Episode 198. Well, I'm here all by myself. It's kind of scary. Yeah, Red's on the road again, uh, hauling uh, pig manure somewhere up north. Uh, it's, uh, it's great fertilizer. And uh, Lefty, well, Lefty's over in Texas uh, destroying... Ted Cruz political signs. So, uh, it's it's just me. So, uh, keeping with the uh, Halloween theme, uh, the Walking Dead television series has always, uh, has its uh, ninth season already underway. It's awful. <laughs> and I barely skimmed the last episode so not really gonna review it it's it's not worth the trouble um that was clear pretty much uh by the time the seventh season got underway um the way i look at it now is the first five seasons are golden and then season six it starts to spiral down the toilet bowl and so Looking back, I, I wish they had just ended the series right then and there. Uh, came up with an ending, and where it's going, uh, the only uh, reasonable way you could uh, say that it got a, a decent ending would be, well, they set up the uh, their civilization in uh, 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 Alexandria, and uh, you know that uh, they're going to fortify it, and that's... Uh, where humanity makes its comeback and you can uh, just ex- expand from that and assume that there's other communities out in the world that will uh, do likewise and that would have been a fairly decent uh, send-off uh, th- there have been fan theories and one of them that was uh, pretty good was the idea that uh, young Carl uh, that they would have done like it's maybe uh, in the final season or towards the end or what have you and would have had these sort of uh, flash forward scenes uh, uh, of some old man uh, you know, kind of a legendary badass in the in the world and you realize it's it's Carl he's really old and he's old man Carl that's the uh, theory they did and you realize the entire story of The Walking Dead was told through the eyes or the eye of Carl and uh, and uh, explains how his dad was the legendary hero and founder of their new uh, their new world, and um, that's how it would end. Well, of course, they killed off Carl, <laughs> so that sort of thing's not going to happen. It's already been reported, of course, that uh, Andrew Leakin will be leaving the show this season, along with uh, Lauren Cohan. You know, the really hot Lauren Cohan. <laughs> Uh, Maggie, and uh, not you assume that oh they're gonna get killed off, and uh, maybe one of them will. Although it's starting to sound like that might not be the case. Uh, certainly with uh, Maggie's talk, as there was uh, talking with producers that oh we'd like to have her come back when she has the time or something like that, and it's like well if she's dead she can't. Um, but uh you know there's storylines i know is is it similar to the comic book series which i've already given up on as well 
uh, but there is another community out there that's far more advanced and uh, that's probably what the uh, sightings of the helicopters about and that sort of thing and of course the uh, lady that showed up in the last season or, or the early part of this season I believe uh, no, 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 this is the new season. I'm sorry, the eighth season uh, introduced this mysterious woman. and uh, But anyway, it, it doesn't matter because it's more of the same. There's a new group. Uh, they get involved. Oh, there's a problem. And then they hash it out. Uh, Rick's group wins. I guess it'll be Daryl's group with uh, Lincoln leaving. And then they hash it out and everything's fine. And then, oh, there's another group. And there's another group. <laughs> it's just, you know, uh, lather, wash, rinse, repeat. And um, repetition has just been death to many a show, and it's no exception here. Uh, it's not like old shows where you had, like, uh, Law & Order procedurals or uh, old westerns like Gunsmoke, stuff like that. Uh, this is a show which they say is it's becoming like a western and, and all that, but it's not. You know, it, it, it borrows from Westerns, and I understand that, but it's you go from one building to the next, and they're just basically a, 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 a prettied-up version of the previous one. You started out with the governor, and then you moved on, and then here comes Negan. Well, he's a foul-mouthed, uh, uh, joking uh, version of the governor. And then uh, maybe they'll do the... Uh, the, uh, the the whispers and that sort of thing from the comic book series, but it doesn't matter. It, it's pretty much the same story. The only story left to tell would have been, of course, uh, what is the virus? Where did it come from? What's it about? Uh, does it mutate? Does it change? Are there different versions of zombies out there? That sort of thing. No, no, not doing it. Don't really have interest in doing it apparently, and haven't thought it through. And so that's that. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead actually had some better episodes than the uh, main uh, show uh, over the past uh, year or so. But it's just outnumbered by the bad. And, and their best uh, characters were wiped out. <laughs> and it's now the, uh, apparently going to be the Morgan show since he crossed over from the Walking Dead proper. And uh, but uh, uh, one character who was really good in the original series is not going to be able to carry another show like that, which is now just a complete copy of the of, of the original. Which is like, why? You know, uh, there's nothing else there. If it if you were going to do a spinoff, I would suggest that yeah, you pursue the science and the mystery of the virus itself. But no, 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 and then. They announce, uh, oh, we're expanding the Walking Dead universe like it's a it's a shared universe like Marvel and all that, and uh, oh boy, the excitement for that, huh? Yeah, there's talk of even a, th a third TV series and then maybe even feature films. Oh, there's no appetite for that. Now the ratings are in the toilet, so uh, you, you can't make the show better, and you're out of ideas. Uh, to announce an expansion to make it seem like it's still the glory uh, Walking Dead Empire it once was. No, that's not going to work. Um, if you had any respect for your product, you would find a way to end it. But I'm afraid it's too late. Uh, so much damage has been done to a once uh, glorious show that I loved. Um, th those first five seasons, uh, I'll stand by those. 
but um, it's it's done. Oh, it's terrible. You know, uh, th there's another series they put up here because it's uh, October and uh, Halloween and everything. And uh, Eli Roth put this series where they uh, talk about uh, horror movies and uh, all the different styles. And so they started off with one about the zombies. And um, the shows, some shows, when they're looking at movies and they do well and, and they go into depth and they're really good. And others are just pure slap jobs, and the answers are incredibly predictable. So, uh, yeah, the zombies, well, it was all about uh, uh, racism in the 60s for Night of the Living Dead, which they said started it all. Well, technically it did, uh, but Night of the Living Dead was inspired by The Last Man on Earth with uh, Vincent Price. Made no mention of that because the show was lazy and didn't do its homework accurately. And they were too busy uh, trying to make themselves sound smart by throwing in the same old hack political lines for uh, discussion of movies. It's like uh, every uh, B-movie sci-fi movie from the 50s was all about communism. It's like the ants and them. Those were communists. <laughs> Maybe they were just giant ants. Uh, I suppose you could stretch that out of uh, the invasion of the body snatchers, out of paranoia, and it's a play on that. But uh, all the rest... Uh, no. And uh, how much thought into racism? I think a lot of that was, was painted on afterwards just because, oh, look, the main hero is black. And when you're making a big deal that the man's black, yeah, uh -huh, yeah, yeah, he is. And it, it's fine. <laughs> and the idea is that the conflict between the character of Ben and Harry Cooper uh, is racism. You've got the, the white man, and he can't stand that the black guy's in charge. And, uh, well, it's not what the case is. They're fighting over who has the better idea. Uh, everybody else in that house is white, and they all hate Harry Cooper. <laughs> Even his wife can't stand the man, because he's an asshole, and he's got to be right, and that's what it is. And, uh, and it, it, the odd thing about it is that it ends up with Ben going down into the cellar, <laughs> which was Harry's idea. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but Ben seemed to have the right idea, you know. It's like, we just need to move and get out. And, and with the idea of the zombies being slow and stuff, it seemed pretty workable. But, uh, well, uh, it didn't turn out that way, sadly. But... The idea that it needs this political message to be uh, significant or what have you. It's just, it's the best movie George Romero made. Everybody says, you're supposed to say Dawn of the Dead is the best. No, the concept of Dawn of the Dead, where they get to the mall and all that, and that's all cool and everything. Um, but it's really awful. Uh, the makeup is terrible. Uh, it's, it's just nowhere near on the level of Night of the Living Dead. And by the time he gets to it, of course, he's deliberately putting in messages. I mean, it's really on the nose. So, of course, the response to it was not much in-depth of uh, movie making or uh, uh, horror and what have you. It's all, well, it was Reagan's America by then. And uh, he was also making a criticism of his generation that they didn't create the utopia that had so much promise for the hippie generation. And all that is like, are you shitting me? And now, it, it, you hear this over and over again. 
and it's laziness more than anything else to sound like a boy I really thought this through and uh, no no now if you want to see a really good version of uh, Dawn of the Dead that's Zack Snyder's version <laughs> it's just better uh, overall it's a far more entertaining movie um, but yeah it's blasphemy in the zombie fandom so uh, Eli Roth's little horror show uh, 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 little documentary series not interested in the next episode because <laughs> that's lazy shit oh and of course we had to have Jack Black sit there and suggest that you know uh, Trump supporters are zombies and that's the world we're living in now and we're surrounded by zombies. H have you noticed leftist protesters, or well, they sit there and repeat after me, we will approach our senator, we will approach our senator. And, <laughs> and then when they were attacking the Supreme Court doors and scratching on it, it looked like a scene from Night of the Living Dead. Uh, so <laughs> I think they, they got their uh, activist groups mixed up. So, yeah, so all in all, not a whole lot going on on AMC these days, except Better Call Saul, which just doesn't get enough attention. That show is magnificent, and is a great follow-up to Breaking Bad, which is about as perfect as you're going to get. It's right up there with the Twilight Zone as far as the excellence in television, and Better Call Saul is a great little follow-up to uh, Breaking Bad. So, uh, yeah, if you really want to see excellence in television... You need to catch up on Better Call Saul and uh, get ready for the season uh, coming uh, next uh, next year. So, uh, yeah, Walking Dead is dead. Uh, the Eli Roth show is crap. And uh, people and celebrities tend to be pretty lazy when they're talking about movies. And they just sort of paint crap over it. And you end up watching a campaign ad rather than watching uh, information uh, about the movie business and uh, how certain genres of films are made. Yeah, you think you're going to get that. Nope, you're not. <laughs> All right, I'll take a break, and uh, there'll be some more Nelson Entertainment coming your way. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, gang, if you've ever been over to my selfie.com slash Nelson store, uh, where I keep all my poor man's mystery science theater videos, uh, you'll find that a lot of these movies are pure crap. Yes, <laughs> they're public domain garbage. Uh, and that's the idea, because you probably wouldn't want to sit through that crap just as is. But with my little additions... And uh, my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects and, yes, bathroom humor. Uh, it makes it easy for you to get through it. It's like watching the movie with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, occasionally some of them aren't crap at all. In fact, they're quite good. And the case in point here would be Night of the Living Dead, which is, of course, a horror classic. But for some dumb reason, it fell into public domain, someone forgot to register copyright. So there it is. It's wide open for assholes like me to dump all over it just for fun. I shouldn't, but of course, I just can't help myself because, well, I'm a smartass. So when Nelson riffs Night of the Living Dead, 
we have some people who spend the night in some farmhouse when suddenly some undead cannibals show up to crash the party. Yes, yes. Now warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what you need to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. And for a buck seventy-five, Nelson Riff's Night of the Living Dead can be yours. Go there now. Next time on a special, My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Earl, uh, your daddy's old house is haunted. And it's haunted. <laughs> Damn it, Daryl. I'd be mad at you if I thought you were disgracing daddy's memory. But I have to realize you're too stupid to know any better. How the hell you know daddy's haunting his old place? Yeah, well, we were working on the bathroom. I was here by myself. I kept hearing creaks and noises didn't make no sense, and I said, Daddy, is that you? And I swear I could hear his voice. What'd he say? He said, of course it's me, dumbass. Who else could it be? <laughs> Why the hell would Daddy appear to you and not me? Uh-huh. Now, I don't really believe in all this supernatural hocus-pocus voodoo BS. But even I must admit, there are some things I cannot explain. So, I figured we'd look into this, because as it turns out, my old buddy Bubba James from the Army is an expert in the paranormal science. So, I'm going to let him be the last word on this after he does his investigation of the old house. Yeah, Bubba Jesus will show you. He got all that equipment and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I believe in ghosts and spirits and all that. I mean, come on. How do you explain certain strange things? I mean, it's like uh, every now and then I lose my keys <laughs> and I go looking for it all over the place. And when I end up finding it, it's right back where I left it. <laughs> I mean, how does that happen? You tell me. <laughs> I bet Bubba Jean's going to find out. <laughs> uh. My name is Bubba James. For the past 11 years, I have worked in the air conditioning and plumbing business. And on the side, I am what you might call an amateur paranormal investigator. Since the scientists just will not recognize this science, it is uh, very difficult to get any kind of certification or what have you to uh, claim any kind of professionalism. But for the past five years, I've been actively investigating certain paranormal incidents and for a small fee, I will investigate your property to determine whether or not it is indeed haunted. Hey, you see, Bubba, this door here—it's it, it, always swinging and shut and open on its own. I mean, what's the explanation for that one? Well, Daryl, I looked at that one, but it looks like you got a case of some loose hinges, so that door's just gonna swing on its own, and I think that pretty much debunks that theory. I don't think that's any evidence whatsoever of paranormal activity. <laughs> God damn. Should've well, known. Should've yeah, known. Yeah, but I come, it's mostly warm in the rest of the house, but it's always icy cold right here in Daddy's bedroom. Oh, Daryl, come on, oh, give no, it no, up. No, no, that's a serious indicator. 
Oh, we gotta what? set up in there and uh, do a, do an EVP. Oh, what? Uh, Will Earl, that's what's called a uh, electronic voice phenomenon. What you do is is you uh, record in a particular room or environment, and you play it back, determine if it picked up any kind of voices from a paranormal entity. All right, okay, you're good to go. Uh, I need you guys to call out to him. Hey, man. Hey, Daddy. It's Daryl. Daddy, you here? Daddy. Daddy, it's Earl. Just, you know, give us a sign just so we let us know you're still here with us. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, play it back, see what we got. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. It's Daryl. Daddy, you here? Daddy. Daddy, it's Earl. Just, you know, give us a sign. Just so we let us know you're still here with us. Oh man, this is nothing but a sham. I didn't hear nothing in there. Come on now. Now hold on, brother. We got one more test we can do. I can load up this audio and watch it on the uh, the software because it'll show a graph of the sound. And we'll see if there's any anomalies in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, analogies. You gotta look for the analogies, there. Hey, man. Okay, I'm gonna uh, isolate it and amplify it. All right, now let's see what we got here. Daddy, hey, Turtle, just you know, give us a sign so we let know you're still here with us. Yeah. Trying to hear what it was. It could yeah, be yeah, a yeah. message. Uh, Daddy, uh, come uh, on, right. man. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna isolate it even more right on the anomaly, then loop it and amplify it some more so there's no doubt what the message was. Hey, Turtle. Just, you know. Hey, hey Turtle. Wait a minute. Just, uh, that didn't sound know. like no hey, one Turtle. talking. That just, sounds like somebody uh, yeah. hey, Turtle. Yeah. What the hell? I kind of ripped hey, one Turtle. at that point. I forgot about that. Hey, <laughs> just, oh, man. I know, thought it was hey, a silent Turtle. one. But I guess it just, made a little noise that the mic picked hey, up. Turtle. <laughs> just, God, you know, damn it, hey, Turtle. That's next time on a special. Halloween episode of My Brother's Keeper on TLC. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Naked Tweaker desecrated a baptismal font. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A North Dakota man tweaking on men stripped off his clothes and went into a church's baptismal font before emerging to walk toward the altar while masturbating, an affront witnessed by 75 individuals attending Mass. The 9 a.m. Mass at Spirit of Life Church was interrupted when Zachary Burdick, 21, appeared in the entryway of the Roman Catholic Church in Mandan, a city about five miles from Bismarck. A female church employee called police after Burdick disrobed and entered the font, where he was masturbating facing the altar. Burdick, she added, then began walking down the aisle toward the altar while still masturbating. Witness Daryl Kitzer, 68, told police that Burdick began to splash around in the holy water fountain. 
Kilser added that Burdick later entered the sanctuary with his machinery hanging out and was pumping himself. Father Todd Crettinger, who was conducting mass when Burdick arrived, said that the intruder dipped his rear end into the holy water fountain and splashed around a bit before entering the sanctuary while masturbating. He added that the font would have to be cleaned and sanitized, a process that would cost the church about $500. When confronted by police, Burdick reportedly said that he was tweaking on meth and admitted to using hashish oil. Burdick, police noted, appeared to be under drug influence. When the patrolman noted that he could not masturbate in public, Burdick replied, especially in church. Burdick then reportedly declared that he was trying to bust a nut inside the church. Burdick was charged with felony indecent exposure and disorderly conduct, a misdemeanor. He made his initial appearance in Morton County District Court. While often a misdemeanor, Burdick's alleged indecent exposure was charged as a felony because it occurred within 50 feet of where private religious instruction is given to children's aged 3 to 9. No children attending the church's educational program saw Burdick's attic, however. Burdick's Facebook page describes him as a rapper, producer, and songwriter. Oh, well, that explains that. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Eh, welcome back. Well, say, do you like scary stories? Well, get ready. For, well, it's not really that scary. <laughs> it's supposed to be, but, uh, well. Turns out, as I'm sure I've mentioned before, uh, I have a video channel on uh, YouTube and BitChute where I present every Sunday my Mr. Nelson Sunday comics, where uh, typically I'll read uh, old uh, public domain comic books and, uh, and or... Uh, present my uh, some old uh, night night stuff uh, and Sun King and what have you uh, as a little video each Sunday for people to enjoy. Yeah. So uh, since it's October and it's Halloween month, uh, I decided to do the same thing I'm sort of doing here with the Nelson Show in that every uh, story that I'll read uh, for the uh, Sunday comics. Uh, will be uh, horror stories or, or scary stories, what have you, from old comic books. So, uh, I've already done two, and uh, I thought I would represent uh, one of those here. Uh, it's done for the video, so but there's audio, of course, so I'll do the audio version for this one. If you want to see the pictures, you can check that out at my video channel. Hmm, yes, yes. Uh, but here we go, uh, because normally a lot of those videos, I'll just read the story and kind of make smart-ass remarks about it as I go along. <laughs> but for these uh, stories I've been doing, I went ahead and added uh, sound effects and what kind of like, uh, almost like the audio plays uh, that I tend to do here for the Nelson Show. So I figured, hey, why let all that audio goodness go to waste <laughs> when I could present it here? Uh, as an audio play uh, for the Halloween month 
of the Mr. Nelson Show. And so I'll be reading uh, scary stories. Yes, uh, everything's going to get dark and haunted around here. Uh, so we'll, we'll start off with amazing ghost stories. Well, <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah, so uh, and, uh, let's start off, shall we? Uh, we'll be doing one of the first stories. It's called The Death Dolls. It was a little room tucked away in a basement corner of police headquarters in a large city. There were three locks on the door. Behind that door. But perhaps you'd rather not know. Perhaps, if you value your sanity, you'd better not read about the little room at headquarters and the death dolls. Alright, well, I guess that's it. We can't read it. We'll have to move on to something else. <laughs> Let's go. Now that you're taking over as Commissioner Billings, I'll have to explain about this room. I've often wondered what's behind this door. Private records? Not quite. Do you remember the case of Dr. San? Yes, about five years ago, a good cop, Lieutenant Bill Wilson, lost his life trying to crack it. He did crack it. And he didn't exactly lose his life. It started when Mrs. Vanderhoff reported her husband's death. I didn't believe her story, so I asked her to repeat it, to see if I could find a discrepancy. Please tell it again, Mrs. Vanderhoff. I want to get all the facts straight. I know it's incredible, but you must believe me. It was lying on the doorstep when I came home, and I thought if no one claimed it, it would make a nice gift for my little niece. What a strange-looking doll. I wonder how we got here. I put it on the table and forgot about it. I... I swear I left it lying down, and now it... it's sitting up. Why, it leaped from the table! It's unbelievable! I... I've never seen a mechanical toy that looked so lifelike! Then I saw what it held clutched in those dreadful little hands, and I knew what it was going to do. John! John! Look out! Behind you! Ah! And after it killed your husband, it removed the valuables from your wall safe and disappeared. That's your story? Yes, and it's true! Every detail of it horribly true! <laughs> I thought it was hysteria, brought on by guilt, until the other stories started pouring in. I know it sounds wild, but uh, a doll snatched that payroll satchel out of my hand. Uh, a doll! I'm frantic, Commissioner. The insurance company won't believe me, but it's true. It was a you doll! You beat your wife too, Commissioner, telling me a doll took that 10000 She took it herself. It was at this point that I called in Wilson. I'm reluctant to believe those stories myself, Bill, but I want you to operate on the assumption that these people have been telling the truth. As you say, sir. Bill stuck to it for weeks, and then... I've got a lead, sir. Three reports of tiny figures scurrying into or out of Dr. San's house. I don't want to take any chances on scaring him, so... I'd rather work alone. It's your case, Wilson. The rest of the story is just as Wilson told it to me. He watched Sands place 24 hours a day. 
He thought he saw shadowy, doll-like figures in the dark. But he was sure he saw something else. Uh-huh. Every evening, a half-dozen known crooks enter that house and leave in the early morning. What do they do there? I must find out. One of those crooks, Frosty Nelson, resembled Wilson slightly. Next day, we picked him up on a minor charge, and... A little extra length to the nose, some padding in the cheeks, and you'll look like his twin, Bill. That evening... Ah, Mr. Nelson, so good of you to come again. Yeah, uh, you bet. This is it, all right. Now what happens? Suddenly, Wilson was aware of nothing but San's voice, chanting strange words in a tone that thrummed deeply in his ears. The candle flickers, all oh, vasti, the flame dances of Krishna. His mind reeled dizzily in a whirlpool that bordered on the very edge of space and time. Flame of the spirit, leap from the candle, Vasti Krishna. Let the flame journey. When he awoke, I'm outside myself. My body, it's, it's asleep there. Where am I? Suddenly, he knew the truth. Why? My mind, it, it's been transferred into the doll. I, I'm in the doll. Sam's voice now crackling with impatience startled Wilson back to his surroundings. You will each find an envelope in your pocket outlining what you are to do tonight. When your mission is completed, you will return and I will restore you to your bodies. It's... it's fantastic! Diabolic! They can do anything without fear of harm or punishment. While their dull bodies commit to the deeds, their real bodies are safely asleep in San's house. Complete instructions for a crime to be committed now. I... I must do it. I... Can't afford to rouse San's suspicions before he restores me to my body. Wilson followed those instructions. I, I'm completely at his mercy, imprisoned in this grotesque dull body till he releases me. I, I'll return them later when I've told the commissioner the whole story and we've caught San. He scampered back with his loot and. Here, now return me to my body. I'm afraid I can't do that. Your body is no longer fit for habitation. You'll have to stay where you are. Nelson wasn't supposed to come tonight, so I suspected your imposter from the start. Closer inspection justified my suspicions, and now I'm afraid you'll have to be stored away. As a souvenir! Bill lost his mind completely, and those deadly little fingers reached up, clutching with the hatred of hopeless despair. You fiend! No! No! Stuff! I... 
I'll let you have another body. I'll free you from the dull. Bill was beyond reason, and his pale plastic fingers bit deeper and deeper. The others had already been restored to their bodies, and, of course, they denied the story when we picked them up. But it's the truth. I... I don't understand. You see... Please, Commissioner, have mercy. Do it. Now. No, Bill. I... I can't. Shortly later, outside the green door... For heaven's sake, man! Do you realize what it means? Shut up in that horrible little body forever? Isolated from the world with nothing but bitter, empty thoughts? How can you refuse him anything? I'm sorry, Weston. I can't destroy him. I can't burn that dull body till every last fragment of it is consumed in flames as he wants. Will you, when you take over my job tomorrow? No. I... I can't. He... He'll have to stay behind that little green door. Forever. The end. Boy, uh... Yeah, that Weston guy, uh, he was all high and mighty and talking tough when he thought it was the other guy's job to kill the little doll. <laughs> then he wusses out two seconds later. <laughs> when no, it's, it, it's up to him, well, no, we'll just keep the little bastard and torture him for forever uh, in that little storeroom. So, uh, huh, yeah, it sucks to uh, to be Wilson. It sure does. Well, boy, I tell you, there's a lot of risks in uh, undercover work, so. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Well, uh, hope you enjoyed that, and I hope it didn't suck to be you like it sucked to be Wilson for that story uh, in listening. Uh, so, yeah, that was... The Death Dolls, uh, from, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, Amazing Ghost Stories, yeah. Yeah, so. Wasn't really all that amazing. <laughs> yeah, but, jeez, uh, poor bastard, you know. Uh, alright, um, uh, that concludes this episode, this haunted episode of the Mr. Nelson show and we'll do it again Wednesday where uh, I'm intending to do a show on Jack the Ripper so if all goes according to plan that's probably what you you can expect to hear about a real life monster that once stalked the streets of Whitechapel in London so uh, we'll deal with that so uh, there you go do check out my stores now there's uh uh, there's the t-shirts and mugs and hats and all that stuff at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com, uh, where I've recently uploaded, uh, my artwork of, uh, a vampire, uh, a werewolf, uh, a mummy, and a Frankenstein, and, uh, well, I call it Sea Monster, because you can't call it Creature from the Black Lagoon, but you get the idea, and I added my own styles to these creatures so they don't exactly look like the ones from the movies except well i guess the mummy sort of does but anyway go check it out and uh, buy yourself a t-shirt uh with my artwork on it won't that be cool yes it will yes it will uh, and of course you can head over to uh slash nelson where you will find nelson theater 
where you can have your choice of my poor man mystery science theater treatment to old public domain movies. And, and, and but until Halloween, uh, all the horror titles such as Night of the Living Dead and The Last Man on Earth and Beast from Haunted Cave, all that stuff uh, are now uh, discounted to only 90 cents. Less than a dollar. Imagine that. So you can head over there, download those, and enjoy yourself uh, some horror flicks. And uh, it'll be like watching it with me because uh, it has my witty commentary, smart-ass remarks, cartoon sound effects, inappropriate laughter, <laughs> yes, bathroom humor. So uh, check over there and head out and do that. And your uh, every little bit helps out your old pal, Mr. Nelson. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Name of the spirit, leap from the candle, Vasti, Krishna, let the flame journey.